0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always. false player. Forever. Back again with another edition of Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit on 3 and Inside the Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of Champions on iTunes, and when you do... Leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. And typically, on our Monday franchise player, we overreact with Overreaction Monday. There's no game this week. It's the start of a bye. I don't know what we overreact to. Maybe it's Alabama
2: in two weeks, but we try anyway. Hey, buddy? I'm glad the open date came when it came. You would want an open date before Alabama? Uh, You want Alabama having to go to Baton Rouge and play this weekend and get beat up a little bit. Um, I like the scenario for this game. I'm not going to pick Ole Miss to win it at all, but I like how it's up. You know, and you're eight and one with success comes concern. Well, we're not doing this right. We're not doing that right. Well, you're doing enough right that you're eight and one. So embrace it. That's what I'm going to do. Ole Miss, even though it wasn't a, a, a speakable goal, one of the goals was to get to that Alabama game and have it mean something of this proportion. And in order for that to happen, now the onus is on Alabama, go to Baton Rouge and win Saturday. Ole Miss has done its part. So we'll see what happens with that game. Uh, it's still a huge game for Ole Miss, even if LSU knocks Alabama off. Ole Miss still needs to win it. And hope LSU slips up somewhere along the way. But what you'd like to see happen, honestly, is Alabama beat LSU, and the SEC West de facto title game be in Oxford on November twelfth.
1: So, what is Ole Miss actually going to be doing on a bye week? You had a son that played at Ole Miss. What do they do? What's the schedule like?
2: Yeah, they're they're already slowly implementing the Alabama plan, you know, and and then you heal everybody up. I mean, if you got a guy with turf toe, he, he's, he's not practicing. He's going to get better. Um, you want to be as healthy as possible. That, that's really goal number one. Goal number two is to have a great plan. But, you know, and the guys will get a little time off. The practices will be a little lighter. They'll have an opportunity to kind of renew their blood a little bit. And uh, that's what this week is all about. And then when Sunday rolls around for next week, it's, it's business as usual. It's time now for Jalen Robinson to show up. Yeah, and you know, I'm this I'm looking at, I I'm looking at getting Cedric Johnson back because look, when Ced's healthy, he's one of the best in the SEC. We've seen flashes of that. We need him healthy for that game. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you want everybody on the front healthy, everybody on that defensive front, um, and, and it's the perfect opportunity. I mean, it's twelve days, and 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 I mean. If you can't get better in 12 days, you're, you're probably hurt beyond coming back, uh, you know, to, a, you know, for this game anyway. Um, but get them healthy. Get them, get them rested. I mean, you know, you think we're tired? Imagine how tired they are. They're tired. And that was all part of the equation of going out to a What makes that win so great? Such a hostile environment, a very talented team, and to be able to go out there and knock them off. I don't care what their record is. Ole Miss doesn't care what their record is. I mean, that was a tough game, and you handled your business. So now it, it's get everybody healthy. You know, drink milkshakes this week. Eat, eat some cake. Don't get fat. But uh, but but get get your get your vibe back, um, and 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 attack it relentlessly. I mean, this is going to be the you know 64,038. They'll they'll have 68 in there. I believe it. It'll be standing room only. And uh, what else can you do? You're, you're here. You're at the Alabama game with the SEC West potentially on the line.
1: It feels like the entire season, all of 2022, has been building to this moment, this singular Ole Miss moment.
2: Oh, yeah. And this is an Alabama team <clears throat> that has shown deficiencies this year, without a doubt. Of course, the loss, and then, uh, you know, a and playing them to the final play of the game. There's no doubt. In my mind, Ole Miss can go out there and play them deep into the fourth quarter and perhaps even win this game. I don't have a doubt about that. Where where the doubt creeps in is it's Alabama, and um, they tend to not lose football games, not very many football games. And, um, you know, their season's on the line as well, period. I mean, one more loss, and Bama can hang up getting in the college football playoffs which uh, the first poll of the year comes out tomorrow night. I think Ole Miss will be somewhere around 10. Um, And, and look, you don't ever really worry about that in the SEC. I mean, as long as you're in the top 10 or so, you're within striking distance of getting into the top four. All you have to do, if you're Ole Miss, is is win out, win in Atlanta, and you're in the college football playoffs. I mean, the math is simple. Anything less than that, Ole Miss is not going. But if you went out, go to Atlanta, beat either Tennessee or Georgia, and I think it's going to be Tennessee, uh, you're in the college football playoffs. It's an easy road, Ben. I don't care what anybody else does. You do that, you're in. You're
1: talking like Tennessee's the SEC favorite right now. Is that what you're thinking?
2: Absolutely. I think they are, man. I mean, what they've done, what Hypo has done in such a short period of time at Tennessee – is equally impressive to what Lane Kiffin has done here in Oxford. I mean, you know, both programs had struggled for a while, and now they're amongst the tops in the nation. I think Tennessee is going to beat Georgia Saturday, and Tennessee is going to sell on in undefeated. I believe that. And, you know, maybe they win the SEC title game. Maybe they don't. But, um, yeah, I'm a believer in Tennessee. I definitely am.
1: LSU is a good team, but I think Alabama's going to beat them. It's setting up, again, one of those singular Ole Miss moments, one of those singular Ole Miss games that have only come around in the last 20 years. It's 2003 Ole Miss-LSU at home. It's uh, Ole Miss-Arkansas
2: when fourth and 25 happened. Ole Miss-Auburn, Lacon Treadwell with the injury. Yeah, I mean, three times in the last um, two decades, two and a half decades or so.
0: Yeah,
1: where so, you can actually break through the glass ceiling, and this is one of those games. I mean, it's setting up that way. Even if it's 8-1 and one and the LSU game was disappointing, getting Texas A&M means that everything is still in front of you. Of course, you need some a little bit of help from the Alabama team that you got to beat this weekend to beat LSU, but it's setting up to be exactly what you hoped it would be, which is that singular moment that has been so rare in Ole Miss history, but not as rare in the last 20 years. And let's just hope that Ole Miss, <laughs> uh, unlike those other opportunities, comes out.
2: As a fan, it just it, it it amplifies everything. I mean, yeah, we don't play this weekend, but are you telling me all rebel eyes aren't going to be glued to that LSU Alabama game? Of course they are. I mean, and you beat Alabama and it's a race to the finish with two games left, everybody's watching everything. I mean, I mean, it's it's a great time to be an old miss rebel. And I mean, you know, and the ramifications are. If you win, we've already talked about that. You beat Arkansas, you beat Mississippi State, you're going to be playing to get into the college football playoffs in Atlanta. Now, if you lose second loss of the season, you're striving for 10-2 and and you're striving to maybe sneak into an access bowl. If not, you'll go to to a really good bowl game. And still the season has been a success. When you look back on everything Ole Miss lost, after the 2021 season, and how look Lane Kiffin did not start rebuilding, he retooled. You know, this is setting up for right almost
1: to beat Alabama and then to lose in favor, like they always do. Oh
2: man, I tell you, I thought I had that thought this morning, <laughs> and, and I was going, Oh my god, that would be the biggest we are Ole Miss moment yeah. in history. Yeah, if a nine and one first place leading sole possession of the SEC West, goes into Arkansas and gets beat. Or you do what Ole Miss did to Mississippi State a few years back and you beat them and they beat you, you know. I mean, uh, it's the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat, right? I mean, this is it. And, and you couldn't ask for more. You just simply could not ask for more.
1: I even think back to Boas fumbling through the back of the end zone in the Egg Bowl when all they had to do was win that game against a bad Mississippi State team and they go to the Cap 1 or Citrus Bowl or whatever it was. So here we are again, Ole Miss in that singular moment, that consequential moment. How can it be different this time around?
2: Well, you know, I think they'll be different because maybe they won't be put in that situation. I think Lane Kiffin uh, can can coach this team to a – to, to a sizable victory over either one of those opponents and not, and not have the game come down to that. I mean, those are just sports moments. They happen to the best of us. And. Uh, do they you know, though? They, they do. They do. They happen to everyone. It does. It happens every Saturday all across America. Somebody screws the pooch. I mean, it just happens as part of it. It, it. it truly is. It's unfortunate, but so far, Ole Miss has not screwed the pooch. And, 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 you know, I predicted, I said, you know, after the loss at LSU, you went at College Station, all is forgiven. Everybody's back on the wagon, and everybody is. Everybody's excited about this, as they should be, as they should be. And, you know, this team that has been suspect to everybody all year long, starting 7-0 and, well, they haven't beaten anybody and all that, at this point, it doesn't matter anymore. They're, they're 8-1. and it's Alabama for basically everything as long as Alabama beats LSU and Baton Rouge. And um, so I'm done with all this. Well, Tulsa played them good. And you know, they, they really didn't beat Troy that much. Well, I'll tell you what, Troy's going to win the Sun Belt this year. I mean, they're, they're kicking butt. The questioning of this team, it's a good football team. Is it great? We'll see in two Saturdays.
1: Well, usually on these overreaction Monday franchise players, We overreact to the game that was and look ahead to the game to come, but we don't have a game, which is a relief because Ole Miss really needed a break. I mean, they're bringing yeah, yeah.
2: So, so what are you going to do Saturday? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. What are you going to do Saturday? Well, I'm I'm definitely going to watch the Alabama LSU game. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll watch Georgia Tennessee as well. So I'm probably going to go get some nachos, fire up the grill and just watch college football all day like I do every Saturday.
1: I take it back. I know exactly what I'm going to do. My kids have already been asking me for weeks, when are we going to put up the Christmas tree? I will put up my Christmas tree on Saturday. I don't even want to hear it. I can already hear enough people out there on Ole Miss message boards and social media saying, oh, no, man, you wait till after Thanksgiving to put up your Christmas tree. First of all, who cares? Do what makes you happy. If you want to put up your Christmas tree in freaking March, put it up in March. I I don't care how many people actually see your Christmas tree, truly see your Christmas tree other than you. So if you enjoy your Christmas tree, put up your Christmas tree. And that's what my daughters want. That's what I will do on my open Saturday.
2: Yeah, we're going to be doing some of that too. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go out front. I'll take all the Halloween decorations down first thing in the morning and, uh, uh, by the weekend, there'll, there'll, there'll be a, a Christmas theme going on in the Johnson living room. I think we're going to go with a live tree this year. If we can find a live tree Saturday, we'll go get a live tree Saturday morning, stick it up. But we've got an eight-year-old, so we do it up. And, uh, you know, she's kind of spoiled and lucky because she's got an older sister and an older brother, and they tend to kind of shower her during the Christmas holidays, as we do as well. So, Christmas is about kids, um, you know. At least this uh, earthly thing we do. So yeah, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a great time with it.
1: Some might be surprised to find out that the loudmouthed idiot old Miss guy online loves Christmas and loves Disney World, and his daughters and wife freaking love it too. So that Christmas tree is going up on Saturday.
2: I live all year for Christmas. That's how big I am on Christmas. Me too, man. I'm so sad when it's gone in January. And uh, I I just can't wait until November where we can start celebrating Christmas, the birth of our Lord. I don't know. I live vicariously through my eight-year-old and, you know, the joy in her eyes, the gleam and everything. I mean, that's just me. That's, that's how I'm going to be. And we're we're gonna do it up as well. Good for you, Ben Garrett. Good for you. Thank you, thank you. I'm not dressing up for Halloween tonight. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not either. Uh, neighborhood trick or treat. I think starts at six, and they go around in a big group. And my oldest daughter is taking my youngest daughter trick or treating. So I'm not even going trick or treating.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, I'm not doing
1: it, man. Not doing it. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by MyBookie. You know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at MyBookie? Bet single game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions. TOC to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. My Bookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at My Bookie. There are six undefeated teams left in college football Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, TCU, Michigan, and Clemson. Of those six teams, we both probably think. Georgia and Tennessee are the best two teams in the country. Alabama is probably third, but of those six undefeated teams, who do you feel most confident about almost being better than right now at 8 and 1?
2: Clemson would be a middle of the pack SEC football team. Period. Oh, okay. They're playing in the ACC. They're beating uh, you know some other pretenders in the ACC and uh If Clemson gets in the college football playoffs, I'm going to cry. Because any of those other five teams would destroy Clemson. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Ole Miss would beat Clemson by three touchdowns.
1: Breaking news. Breaking news. David Johnson hates Clemson.
2: I think Clemson, TCU, and Michigan would have their hands full with Ole Miss. Would be a close game. Ohio State probably 10 to 14 points better than Ole Miss right now. I would say that. Tennessee and Georgia obviously I think would be picked to beat Ole Miss right now. So so three teams, Tennessee, Georgia, Ohio State. Other than that bring them on. Really bring on Clemson. I'm telling you, Clemson is a fake. They are not for real. They're not bad, but in the SEC they'd be an 8 and 4 football.
1: Well, nothing more really to overreact to on this Monday, so let's do a long overdue recruit check. Bring it on. Recruit check. It is on.
2: Check it out. We'll start off with running backs. And uh, Kedrick Uh he's a kid that uh, came in for an official visit uh, Auburn weekend, last time Ole Miss was at home. Uh, since that time, he's also taken an official visit to Oklahoma State he also decommitted from Michigan State. I knew that was coming. I predicted that was coming. I predicted Riscano to join this class. Now he's not going to do anything until February, so you got to be patient and let the situation kind of iron itself out. Uh, Dante Dowdle, the other running back that Ole Miss really likes, one of the others. The others, Chris Johnson down in Florida. You know, I I, I don't know what Dowdle's going to do. A month ago, I would have told you he's coming to Ole Miss. I, I think he'd like to play at Ole Miss. Obviously, every running back out there wants to become the next Quinshon Judkins. But um, right now, Dowdle, I'd say it's 50-50. Cano, I'd say is 60-40. Uh, Chris Johnson, I would say it's 50-50 right now. You know, it's November. I mean, within the next seven weeks or so, as early signing day approaches. Again, remember, Riscano has told me he's not doing anything in December. He's going to be a late signee in February. You know, that's the, I, th- I think one of the biggest things going on right now. And the other thing we've got to talk about is what happens to the quarterback situation at Ole Miss in the offseason. season. Um, you know, I, it, it's given Luke Altmaier is going to hit the portal. They're not playing Luke because Luke has told them, do not burn this red shirt year for me. So, Kincaid Dent comes in the game when Jackson Dart's helmet comes off Saturday night, and it's getting late. It's getting late to the point where if Jackson Dart sustained an injury, is it too late for Altmaier to uh, come in and run this team the rest of the way? I mean, because I mean, I, mean, I got to tell you, I mean, if if you get to the college football playoffs and you're in the national title game, and you know, Altmaier's, you know, I think he's played in three games, so he has one game left he could use and still red shirt. But if he gets to playing in a fifth game in a national title game, I don't think he does it. But that's besides the point. Altmaier gone. What is K Dent going to do? Is he going to stay and become Jackson Dart's primary backup? Does Lane Kiffin think he has the right stuff to be Jackson Dart's primary backup? Or does Lane Kiffin hit the portal again for another quarterback this offseason? And, you know, it's going to have to be a guy that is either so full of himself, he thinks he can come in and beat Jackson Dart out. Or it's got to be a guy that's either that that's cool with coming in and going, yeah, I'll come in and be your number two guy and sit around for the season. You know, why? Why not? What the heck? But that guy presumably would be leaving a place where he's the guy to come to Ole Miss, where he's not the guy. And that that's going to make it difficult to get a really good transfer quarterback.
1: Knowing what we know about the Ole Miss offense entering the bye week, what are the biggest portal needs?
2: You need a tight end. I think that's for sure. Michael Trigg injured this year. Of course, he'll be back. But, um, need a good young tight that, that you can start developing. I think they thought they had that with Hudson Wolf and uh, obviously Hudson's uh, high school back injury that he said to have surgery on twice has kept him from really ever hitting the field here at Ole Miss. And, you know, it's a roll of the, the dice to think that he ever will at this point, wide receivers, definitely. And then look, you're going to end up having to replace Nick broker and Jeremy James on the offensive line. And, uh, You know, are there guys in-house that could do that? Maybe, maybe. Um, And and they have the JUCO offensive tackle coming in, Isaiah Miller, who might end up playing guard at Ole Miss. Those are the spots that jump out to me. Uh, You really don't need a portal running back with Quinshawn Judkins coming back. Uh, But you need need that high school running back uh, uh, flavor in this class, and we talked about that.
1: This has been another Overreaction Monday edition of Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. We didn't really overreact today, David.
2: Well, just not a lot of, the, you know, the hot take is Ole Miss is 8-1. and one. Here's your hot take, David. Ole Miss is going to beat Alabama. Said Ben Garrett. Well, yes,
1: said Ben Garrett. Here's an overreaction. Put up your Christmas tree with us, me and David, this weekend, because it's okay to enjoy things.
2: Amen. Amen. Yeah. You need to put a little Christmas music behind this. uh
1: What's your go-to Christmas song?
2: I like the song "Silver Bells." My parents had an eight-track cassette tape with all these Christmas songs on it, and "Silver Bells" was one of the songs on it. I just remember my mom singing "Silver Bells" to me. You know, "Silver Bells." No, no, no. We, no, we know what it is. We know, we know what it is,
1: uh, David. We
2: know what it is. Uh, yeah, You know, man. I, I mean, that's 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 one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it is. That always uh, evokes a little emotion out of me.
1: He's David Johnson. I enjoyed it, man. We'll do it again.
0: Silver
2: bells. God. Silver bells. Yeah, there you go.
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then